Hi Tribe and welcome to another episode of What's The Tea. Today's special guest is the amazing Priscilla who is the founder of the Stepmoms Club. Priscilla is a qualified step family coach and today's episode is full of so many gems, truths and laughs. She's a wife and mum to five children. As always, here's a disclaimer that we are mums and there will be children running around making noise like now in the background but we can't ever let that stop us. Today's episode is brought to you by the Behind the Scenes book by Sarah Alonge. After getting engaged to her university sweetheart, Joseph, Sarah's perfect love story comes tumbling down when their dream wedding gets called off days before the wedding and her fiancé ends their six-year relationship. Their breakup revealed the secrets that were hidden behind the perfect picture and led to a series of unfortunate events, untold stories and broken hearts. Based on a true life story, Sarah shares some of the lessons she's learnt, the pain she experienced and how she used her faith in Christ Jesus to help navigate life through the storm. Her book is available for pre-order on Kindle now and the paperback version will be available to order on the 17th of August. Hi Priscilla, welcome to What's the Tea? Yeah, go, yo, I'm joking, hello. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm fine. I'm hot. I've got hay fever, but I'm I'm okay. I'm de- definitely not doing any work today. I'm about to lie in my bed. Oh, that that sounds like a dream. I wish I could afford that luxury, but alas, we have to record. So I'm just gonna go straight into it with a quick fire question round of this and that, and I want you to give me your first answer. Don't think about it. Just give me your first answer. <coughs> All right. I'm you ready? ready? Let's go. I'm ready. All right, cool. Coffee or hot chocolate? Hot chocolate. New clothes or new phone? New clothes. Brittany or Christina? Christina. Okay, okay. Truth or dare? Uh, Truth. Beach holiday or adventure holiday? Beach. Ice cream or cake? Oh, wow. Um, um... Yeah, uh, cake. <laughs> that took you a while. <laughs> Would you rather have more time or more money? <sighs> more money. <sighs> okay, okay. Are you more of a morning person or an evening person? Mm, morning person. Are you a light sleeper or a heavy sleeper? I like sleep. Oh, hello, some kids boy. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> would you rather give up music for a month or give up TV for a month? TV. Okay, so you're more of a music kind of. I yeah. can chill. I can yeah. I can chill. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. 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 TV's trash anyway. Oh, but there's certain things on Netflix that are just like must watch, like just in the background, like Modern Family. Have you heard of it? Love no, that. I, I love that show so much. It's like quick 20 minute episodes, a little laugh. You can put it on in the background. You don't have to pay too much attention. And I, I just love it. I love the TV on, but I don't know. I guess you're a music gal. So <laughs> thank you for that. Those are my quick questions. Nice to get to know <laughs> that you like cake more than ice cream. I also- <laughs> that was very hard my own heart um and as i'm as i'm 
trying to record. I can see Eden has just quickly woken up. So after we oh, tried to record, how typical. How typical. Let me just give her a quick breast and we can continue. So Priscilla, tell us about yourself, what you do, your background, children, etc. Whatever you want to tell us, let us know. We want to know. Okay, this is a very loaded question, but I'll try and keep it brief-ish. Okay, okay. I, 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 okay, so at the age of 21, I became a single mum, officially, and then it was me and my eldest daughter, who's now nine, for three years, okay. and then um, I met my husband, and we started dating, got engaged, and got married within a year of that nice. meeting. And then I had my second baby, Shiloh, who's now three. Okay. And I thought I was done. And then two years later, I had my third baby, Azariah, who's now one. But when I got married, I actually also became a stepmom to two boys um, who want, well, ten technically they're the same age, but they're five months apart. Okay. Because my husband was reckless once upon a time. Okay, so that's fair enough. One is currently 11, the other one is 12. Okay. I'm really... No, one just turned... To, hello, we're in June. One just turned 12, the other one is currently 12, but will be 13 in December, right? Right. And so... Um, Basically, that to me has I stand as a mum. So I became a mum at 21. Um, and now collectively, there's five kiddies to raise and take care of. Wow. Um, I'm also a part-time stepmom as well. I'm not a full-time one. So we only see them half of holidays and weekends. Um, but my stepmoming journey has been absolute trash in the beginning. It was really, really hard. Not because of the children, but more because of the parenting dynamics with the adults. Right. Um, and in kind of my struggles of trying to navigate the throw of being a stepmom, um, I decided to um, have a look online for any parenting groups on Facebook because, you know, on Facebook there's a group called Everything. Everything, yes. <laughs> Everything. So I just literally typed it in, then boom, there you go. There was like birth mom and stepmom groups. There was just stepmom groups, closed, open, all sorts. Mm -hmm. So I, I added myself in a few of them and I thought, okay, yeah, let me get some help. Let me see how I can, you know, manage my feelings because the things that were happening to me, I dare not go into detail, but it was just a bit of a shambles, really. Right. And I kind of feel like my husband didn't really know how, what to do either. I didn't know what to do and there was just a lot of heightened emotions and lashing out. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> went on Facebook, um, saw like the dilemmas and stuff and people's responses and the responses were either airy-fairy or left me thinking and what. It was literally like a page for bashing birth mums or right. um, uh, birth mums bashing set mums. It just really wasn't helpful to me. Yeah. And then... I kind of felt a bit conflicted because I'm a birth mum. I have babies of my own. Yeah. And when I was a single mum, I knew how hard it was. And I feel like if my um, eldest daughter's biological dad met someone when we were in better communication, uh, um, I wondered how I would feel. Mm. Um, so that didn't work for me. And then at the same time, as a stepmom, I don't want to see bashing of birth moms because that doesn't, that doesn't actually help me with my situation. Yeah. 
It doesn't help me forward think, right? Um, and can I actually just say, as a side note, that my husband doesn't have to co-parent with my eldest daughter's biological dad because he didn't want anything to do with her. Right. But I have forgiven him everything. We're absolutely cool. He can see me out on road and we can chat, but he just doesn't know. Well, my daughter doesn't know who he is if she's standing right in front of him. Wow. And also, he greets my husband whether he's with, you know, my daughter or not. Like, I think he fully sees my husband as my daughter's dad and he doesn't really infringe on that. Um, so, yeah, only God knows what's happening in his head, but he knows his place. So my husband doesn't have any issues in that arena, just me. Right. Um, That's very interesting. So, yeah, it is interesting, isn't it? But, you know, I chose not to be one of them crazy BMs and they're real and they're out there. Mm. And I just kind of feel like if a man, not even if a man, if somebody shows you who they are, you know, at some point you've got to believe them, you know? Yeah. And I feel like <clears throat> me as a Christian anyway, it really made me, um, it made things easier for me to accept in saying that. So basically what I said to him, the biological dad of my eldest daughter, what I said to him is, um, I understand you're not ready to be a dad and I'm not going to force it upon you. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day when you do feel like you are able, your heart is open, the door will absolutely be open. I know where to find you. You know, I'd like to think you know where to find me. But until then, I really don't feel like um, this kind of conversation where it's centered around us two and not really about... Um, my daughter is healthy for me or my daughter and I don't want her to be older and realize the conversations that we're having and you know how irrelevant she seems to be in those conversations so you know with all due respect I think you should kind of wait until she's 16 if she wants to see you I will 100% send her your way mm-hmm. um if you want to see her definitely come see her and I believe at that age you know, she'll still be young, but she'll be emotionally intelligent enough to understand what I say when I at least try to comfort her, you know, if it doesn't work. And if it does work, then, you know, she's gained another somebody in her life. Yeah. And yeah, he was, he was just like, oh, you know, I'm going to prove you wrong. You know, I'm going to start paying money, blah, 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 blah. And I never heard from him again. But as I say, when I, if I was to see him today, it's all love on my side. It's all good because... You know, I did end up getting married and she's got the best dad now and she's completely in love with him. And I don't really think there's any room in her heart for anyone else. Mm. Um, but you know, only God knows. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, back to the Facebook. It just wasn't helpful. So I decided to create a space um, and the change that I wanted to see. So I jumped onto Instagram because I wasn't really a Facebooker anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I literally just opened up a page and I called it the Stepmoms Club. Um, and then I kind of just sat on my fingers and, and waited and I saw nothing was happening. So then I started talking about myself and addressing really uncomfortable kind of scenarios and questions that you probably wish you could ask your birth mum or the birth mum would like to ask the stepmom but probably doesn't have the chance to right. and then slowly but surely um, people start to follow and then I think for my platform for my community what makes me different because there are loads of other ones on Instagram and actually there are um, a few there's two podcasts now so the very first stepmom podcast in the UK came out at the top of this year I think oh, wow. and then another yeah another one has been developed 
um, I think a month ago, maybe two months ago. Um, so they beat me to the punch. I was thinking about being the first UK stepmom, but there is still a market for the first black UK stepmom podcast. Listen, um, listen, there's a market regardless, even if there's 10,000 people doing it, that no one's got the source like you, no one's got your source. So do it. Like, Fine. Just do, it. just do it and you know what you. thank you for that like you've basically answered two of my questions which is fantastic like, you start the set mom's club you've already covered that and it's very interesting obviously that it was birthed out of your own experience and i love that you the fact that you've said you know you're a birth mom yourself not just a step yeah. you wanted yeah. to see from the other point of view which is nice it's nice yeah. to it's not just stepmom bashing birth mums, birth mums bashing exactly. mums. It's like, okay, how can we actually come and work like together? Yeah, as much as we can, you know. Um, that's very, very interesting. Thank you for that. Um, my next question um is, you've worked with a whole big, big Rio Ferdinand, you know, like <laughs> big, big Rio Ferdinand, you know, on a BBC series. Tell us what. Yeah. That um so you want to like do you want to know like how I was approached or just the filming kind of process the filming part of it like um what, what it was like yeah how you were approached like all of that like what kind of emotions were coming out of it like because I watched it it was um, like, very emotional it was a really good show um first of all I don't actually know how I got spotted because when when the producer approached me she said it was something that i wrote so i write for different publications here and there mm. um and usually that's how journalists find me they they're not really on instagram like that right so then they find me on instagram because i'm dead on twitter and i'm non-existent on facebook yeah and so the producer was like this is what we're doing blah 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 um would you like to be interested i was like yeah that sounds amazing i'll run a workshop i'll do everything blah 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 and then as the time went on we had our interviews um she was like oh by the way it's for a high profile um couple who are basically becoming a blended family i knew exactly who it was because it's my business to know all the blended families that are forming obviously <laughs> and exactly who it was and you know what i I was really excited because I tried to reach out to Kate Ferdinand a couple of years before, but because she has representation, it's a really hard wall to pierce through. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. yeah, so I tried to reach out to her. So I was really excited to finally meet her um, and just kind of gauge what she's got going on in terms of her journey. But anyway, I didn't actually get to meet the couple until the filming day. Okay. And obviously we get the chance to have a chit chat before filming starts just to you know have some tea get comfortable acquaint ourselves with each other and literally I feel like we Ferdinand saw that there was only one black guy in the room and he gravitated straight to my husband he didn't chat to none of us he didn't chat to me he he, he just gave like a little nod and a squad to my husband so that was it I'll be a lie if I really spoke to him I think I said hi and my husband introduced me briefly but then you know the beginning of the filming and after the filming they kind of went into a corner and started talking about football and obviously I'm not L-O-L. <laughs> I just left them to it so I haven't I, I can't say I I've met Rio I can't really say that but um you know through the filming uh hearing Kate's kind of 
plight with her journey. Yeah. Um, I had a chat with her afterwards. But by the way, I don't get starstruck. So I wasn't like nervous or jittery or anything like that. Yeah. I was nervous about how chubby I'd look on camera though. I can't lie. Oh my God. I didn't did have eyelashes that day either. And no, my earrings were too small for my face. Stop. You look cute, okay? Stop that right now. <laughs> it was just stressful. I, re I really wish I had hoops, but you know, we move. It's still an accomplishment. <laughs> so after the filming, me and Kate, uh, we had a chat. Um, we follow each other online now. Mm. And so, yeah, we've had a few chats here and there about what we can do to work together. But because I can't, well, Anyway, we've had a few chats, but since that time, you know, she's had a book release, she got married, she's had clothing lines launched. It's incredibly hard to pin her down, yeah, but yeah, we still yeah. maintain like, um, um, a friendship in the DMs, like, how are you, how's things, um, yeah, like, happy Father's Day, things like that. So, yeah, it's, it's nice to have access to a high-profile blended somebody yeah yeah I feel like you know should the opportunity ever arise that means I can hit an audience and have a massive reach for help yeah. as opposed to just saying hey I rub shoulders with a celebrity because my whole MO is about what can we do to change your mindset going forward um in a very non-conventional way because not everyone can afford coaching not everyone can afford counseling mm. and I know some people they just kind of want to be silent and look and yeah. see what nuggets they can pick up without yeah. bringing themselves out there of course yeah. um, and my page is open so that's not always a possibility unless you tell me your whole life story in the dms which people mm. absolutely do i can um, imagine so, yeah it, it was amazing to have that opportunity um and be able to be connected to someone on such a platform that's amazing. That sounds really good. I mean, when I watched that, like certain bits, like almost moved me to tears because I was like, oh my god, wow! Like this is what what a what a massive job it is to like you know become a blended family and you know yeah. it's hard it's, it's it's hard on the kids, it's hard on the adults, it's you know, children. Like, yeah, and it's hard for the adults, but losing a parent and then. Yeah in a new one oh i can't even imagine i definitely cried them kids man oh my god them kids oh i cried whenever they cried <laughs> oh let's not even go into that you know you know i'm, I'm emotional i love breastfeeding my hormones are all over the place i, I, I will start crying right now um, <laughs> uh, thank you for sharing that um so my next question is everyone always has this idea of the wicked stepmom quote unquote and why do you think this is um because as well there's there's two parts to my explanation here mm -hmm. as you know as young as we can remember our disney got in there and told us a couple yes of lies. yes couple when of i was writing years. this question i was like hold on why am i thinking of the wicked step from <laughs> disney films cinderella snow white yes. sleeping beauty all of them all of them yeah. basically but if you're african or even black i don't want to bring it down to African, but I know for African, sure. But if you're black, <clears throat> uh, if you're African, sorry, you know that when your mom was watching them Nigerian movies and you were growing up and the bloody stepmom came to kill all the children and take the dad's money or come and drop some love potion in daddy's um, drink to make oh him gosh. hate mummy and kick her out the house. Oh and then she's gosh. poor and all that. Those films as well, 
got got in there for us as well. So it's like in in our culture and outside of our culture, stepmoms are evil. But I don't know. I like I haven't researched enough or read enough research to know if it was something deliberate or unconscious but it was definitely for entertainment purposes yeah it's easier to have a villain come into a happy home than it is to create a villain within the home yeah and you know if, if all of your programming is about family you know there has to be a villain so it can't always be a witch it can't always be some um magical thing or person yeah. every now and again it's going to have to be another human and it's yeah. going to be it's more likely to be a woman because, you know, women can, are manipulative, I guess. Women, I don't know. No one's going to tarnish a man, are they? They, they just mm-hmm. don't do that. It's wow. easy to tarnish a woman, isn't it? So yeah. um, that, that's where the wicked um, stepmom stereotype comes from. Now, the stigma comes from society upholding it. So if we don't actually realise what it is that we're seeing and try and unlearn or relearn where we uphold it unconsciously some people mm. do it consciously like mm. my mum she holds she upholds it consciously mm. like oh stepmoms are evil but it's like mum I am one what yeah. are you talking about do you understand but then of there's course. other people who are doing it unconsciously and they're holding up that stigma and they're very biased to their friends who may be um you know who may have been in a broken relationship and now the man has moved on with another woman you're having these conversations that are not necessarily going to be positive because you're imagining this this new woman around your child to be someone who's going to be an adversary someone that's going to be against you Mm. as opposed to having that kind of idea that actually maybe maybe that person wants to be an ally that person wants it is like super feminist and will probably turn against their man and want to be your best friend. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Those yeah. ideas don't pop up, but it's up to place. Um, it's up to spaces like mine to try and highlight those thoughts, highlight your, um, your, you know, upholding of the stigma and make you question why you think the way you think Yeah. and present to you what is real the highs and the lows so you can see actually there are some beautifully blended families and there's some ones that were terribly blended but over the years they've worked it out and there's some ones that are are just terrible but you know there is positivity and happiness within their their non-nuclear set that looks crazy to you is really quite harmonious for them yeah yeah that's you know that's so interesting you you've you've said so many things there that I'm just like wow okay which one do I start trying to unpick I think it's very important to have spaces like yours obviously so people can look at their own inherent biases and unconscious biases towards stepmoms and birth moms and you know like not yeah nuclear family like you said and what works for a certain family may not work for another one it's just literally trying to do what works for you and not 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 having all these preconceptions in your head because it's true you like you might have a partner and then you break up and they go on to be with someone and like you said that person might actually want to be a be a feminist and actually want to be your best yeah. friend and you know yeah. Don't chat to them blah 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 like like seeing them as an op do you know what i mean it's, it doesn't exactly. <laughs> it doesn't have to be that and, and and that's what I really appreciate and I respect that kind of space that you're bringing because you're always challenging that status quo if that makes sense yeah. so, you, and as well you have to always think about the single mums as well yes because of course you're thinking you're thinking if you're a single mum now the likelihood of you becoming a stepmom is quite high yeah um 
And so you want to prepare those, those birth mums as well to be able to accept or understand or be able to approach the situation where their child ends up having a stepmom, but mm-hmm. also for yourself when you may become a stepmom as well. Because yeah. single moms are not really in the equation. I feel like single moms are left in their own group of being a single mom forever. Yeah. But most single moms do go on to have fulfilling relationships like I do, like mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and most single moms do desire to become a family and it is quite heartbreaking for a single mom to obviously set out to be a happy family and then have to console herself knowing that it didn't work out that you know their child has just them predominantly um and will you be able to give that family setting to that child again it's it's a lot to deal with emotionally and I feel like no one really understands or takes a minute to understand that single moms are going through a lot in their heads as well um, and they're battling with their desires as well and it's not just about you know being married with a child or being in a step family and have moved on what about those moms who have to navigate got moving forward yeah no and I, I can totally relate I mean my mum was a single parent you know so I've, I've grown up in a single parent so I completely understand that and that's again I think that's another reason why I totally like just I just appreciate what you do because you you consider uh, everyone you know you, you, yeah. you don't leave anyone out which is really really good um do you have some tips actually is my next question for someone who has newly taken on the role of a stepmother um okay so my most general tips is one make sure that you don't forget how you became a stepmom and work on your relationship with your partner um make sure you and your partner are still dating still having time for each other and you know i say this even as a married mum, a married woman having child-centric homes are not good for, for any couple the, the family is not about the children. The family is about the, ma- the, the man and the woman um, at the hierarchy mm. being, you know, one, working as a team and playing it down to the children and giving them that stability, that love and that life. And it, yeah. it's exactly the same as your stepmom. It doesn't matter if you gave birth to them. Yeah. And um, second one is, is only concentrate on what you can control that uh basically means what happens inside your house anything pertaining to the children outside of the house whether you like it or not it's actually none of your business if the birth mom does this and the birth mom doesn't do that it's actually none of your business that child is with their mom yeah stay out of it okay when the child is in your house and you want to take them to museums and you want to take them to the arcade and you want to give them ice cream and you know force feed them veg you do that but when they're with their parents <laughs> their biological mum it's, it's none of your business yeah okay that's um, i guess my third tip my, my third tip would be um try and create a bond of your own don't lean on the dad too much obviously for some stepmoms new stepmoms it's you know, a confidence issue. They may not want to feel like they can reach out to the children. And it really does depend how the children react to you as well. But where you can, generally, try and build that relationship with your um, stepchildren yourself. And it will definitely do a lot for your confidence going forward. I love that. Top three tips for becoming a new stepmom. Uh, when's the book coming out, Sears? <laughs> I mean, oh, 
Listen, I'm just trying to get my life together, honestly. If I could get a ghostwriter and pay them, I really would. Because it's all in my head, but getting it down on paper, that's, listen, that's another thing. Dropping gems. Listen, there's no, I, don't, I can't think of anything else out there like that from a black woman's perspective, you know. Like, I know. And listen, make sure you credit me when that book comes out, okay? Because I know I gave you the idea, girl. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you, because... It's really interesting. Like, look, whatever that, whatever as a stepmom, obviously, whatever doesn't happen in your house, oh no, leave it. Like, it's actually yeah. not like your like. That's a very good one. What's out of your control is out of your control. Just don't even stress yeah. about it. Yeah, that's a very good one. I think even for all mothers, to be honest, <laughs> for all mothers, like whatever you can't. No, control. no, not not with your mother-in-law, darling. Sorry. Oh. Oh well, that's she, another. She's question. outside of your house, but if she's infringing, bro, like hubby, well, what are we doing? <laughs> that's a whole different podcast episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for that. What's been the best and the worst bit of motherhood so far for you? Because obviously, you've got three. No, five, yeah. do I say three? Do I say five? What? What? Sorry, I don't want to infringe. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Oh no, you know, them boys are my sons. Yes. It, for all intensive purposes, them, them, them boys are mine as well. Yeah, so. okay, so you yeah. got just, just for Just for clarity, let's just say five. Yeah, okay. That's what I'm dealing with. Amazing. I think the best part, the best part for me, and it's a bit of a selfish one, is knowing that I've been able to give my firstborn everything that I wanted to give her in the first place. Nice. Um, it's, it's not to say that I don't love the other four, as much as I love her, mm-hmm. but I know I had a lot of guilt when me being a single mom, and I kind of thought like, you know, oh God, what is, what is this? Is this like a generational curse? Like yeah. what, am, am I not destined to, to receive what I desired of a family? Yeah. And although I didn't get it the way I dreamed of it, um, I have it in abundance now. Yeah. And the best part of it is, I didn't have to push out the extra two. <laughs> I love that. The love worst that. part. Oh, the worst part. I mean, I you can keep it real. Me. You can keep it real. You know, we we candidness. How time-consuming it is. How much they talk. How tired I am at the end of the day. I mean, it's the usual stuff. There's, it's nothing like, you know, unique. I'm just so tired all of the time. And obviously I don't help myself because I keep pushing them out. So <laughs> Girl, I just you don't start. You don't start. You don't start. Okay. You don't start. <laughs> I don't know. Like, listen, I, I declare the last one is the last one. And then, you know, there's this scripture that, you know, so many plans in a man's heart but God laughs at them all like God has been laughing at me because he said no I'm gonna bless your room again Listen, God's but... been busting up in heaven he's just like <laughs> and you get another one <laughs> you get another for you <laughs> but yeah I just it's just not knowing whether I'm ever gonna not feel this tired again is a bit frustrating of course because um, every morning I hear the bed and I think which one's getting up and oh my god it begins so yeah I think that's the worst part about being um, a mum and also I just kind of miss time with my husband I miss like not having somebody invade our space all the time 
you know, I miss hugging him without people saying like, like my three-year-old should be like, oh, why are you kissing dad? Wow. And oh, why are you hugging like that? Like she's got a commentary for everything and it's cute, but it's also annoying because she'll be like, oh, so do you fancy daddy? Oh, so can you go away? It's just very funny. I love that. <laughs> Sassy little girl. <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm just waiting for when I hit my fifties and then I'll I'll know that I'm truly free. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everyone will be old enough to fend for themselves. I'm just gonna be in another country. I don't know what they're gonna be doing over here, but you know, Godspeed and you know, pray that, that the grace of God protects them while I'm away. Listen, once they get to uni, you you belong to the Lord. That's <laughs> <laughs> if they even go because I'm homeschooling them, so I don't even know if that's the, if that's their desire. Well, this is the thing. This is the thing. I did not know that you homeschooled them. That's a, that's a that's a very anyway. We'll talk offline. That's a very very interesting topic um yes, don't think we've got enough time to delve into that maybe we'll i don't know maybe we'll do a part two or something but like wow homeschooling mm. <laughs> okay girl okay um so thank you for that anyways i mean i love you just kept it real like it's true do you even get a chance to just love on your husband in peace it's, it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot but yeah motherhood is what the way i was describing it is a beautiful roller coaster ups, downs, ups, downs, but you know, you stand back and you're just like, wow, what a ride. I did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much. So that brings us on to part two of the podcast where we answer somebody's dilemma, um, dilemmas and questions that they send in because, you know, um, we like to help other mummies on the platform. So somebody has sent us this question. Um, my partner doesn't pull his weight around the house at all. And I found him stressed and tired with three kids. How can I ask for more help without sounding like I'm nagging or trying to take away his masculinity? So, baby girl, what I say to my stepmummies is you're going to pull him up and you're going to say, Han, I've made your favourite meal. But I'd like to have a chat with you. You know you're the man of the house. You got you got a flattered out ego. You got to, you know, speak to his heart like only you know you can, right? Okay, okay. And then you're gonna you're, you're gonna start to make some suggestions. Okay, you're not gonna tell him. You're not gonna point out what's wrong. You're gonna say, babe, this is how I feel. And I feel like maybe we should just try to do this. So if he's not pulling his weight around, you're going to say, babe, like, I would really love it if, like, on a Friday night, you could make the dinner and wash the dishes. Yeah, because I feel really tired day in, day out, doing X, Y, and Z. And you know I love to serve you, but, babe, I'm only human. Yeah? Okay, and then okay. you're, you're going to, you know, say, you know, babe, I feel like we should do this exercise. Maybe we should talk about, you know, three things that, you know, we need help with and three things that is good in our relationship on a date night. Because it's always good to evaluate your relationship, you know, whatever type of relationship you have. On like, I want to say a quarterly basis, maybe. And you're going to sit down and you're, you're going to have a chat and you're going to say, yeah, I think this is amazing about our relationship. I feel like you could do this, do that, do that. And I say all of this because, babe, I've been there, okay? And because I know, wait, in, in my marriage, there was a time, I want to say, uh, as well, my last born, she was a couple of months old. And listen, my husband, 
he really thought I was a superhuman. Like, he really mm. did. Okay. Mm. And like we got into a rut, honestly. Do you know what I did? Me and my mum don't get along, can I just say that from the jump off, yeah? Nice. So if you ever see me go to my mum for help, you know Priscilla's in, in a situation. Right, I right, right. packed my bag, <clears throat> I took my children, and I went to my mother's house. Wow. And I told them, without know when I'm coming home. I don't know when I'm coming home, babes. He had to come see me there every day. And then while we were there, we had a conversation. And I said, you know what, babe? <clears throat> do you remember the vows that you made to me when we got married? He said, no. I said, guess what? Neither do I. So we're going to make some new ones. Okay? No. <laughs> we're going to make some new ones. I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to print it and I'm going to stick it on our bedroom wall. Okay. So then he told me about the things that he would like to do. And you know, God bless my husband. He's so easily pleased. Okay. All he wanted me to do is get my nails done more often. He loves when I wear eyelashes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. likes when I switch up my hair a bit more. That's all he wanted from me. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And he actually said no, he wants me to move to him more. And I said, you go, you go wait for me. I just had a baby, okay? Go yeah, wait yeah, for yeah. me. Chill, 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 chill. But bye. yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> bye, bye. Sorry, they're going now. And then obviously my requests were a bit deeper. <laughs> I said, Well, you gotta take me on on fortnightly dates, okay? okay? Because you know, with three kids, it's not easy to get a babysitter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to do the dishes more. You've got to help me cook. And if you're not cooking, you've got to stay in the kitchen with me while I'm cooking. Do you wow, understand? Yeah. You've got to do this. You've got, like, I, I said so much. And I said, you know what? On weekends, um, that's going to be mummy's day. I'm going to have a mummy's day off. And you won't see me for nothing. I'll be gone in the morning and I don't know when I'll be back. Like, wow. I'll be missing. Wow. And you have to look after the kids and mm-hmm. be a single dad. You don't call me for nothing. Unless something happens to the kids, don't ring my phone. I'm gone. Do you understand? And I I basically let him know that this this is how I want things to be. And he said, you know what, babe, anything, I'll do it for you. Because I used to speak and nag, and I don't think he understood where I was coming from. But when I left here, he was like, my wife has gone, bro. Now, I'm not saying to anyone, now go be as drastic and dramatic as I was, because I I had just had a baby, I had raging hormones, right? But I'm saying, just get into an exercise of suggesting things with your husband, put yourself out there and say, babe, what can I do for you? And maybe do an exercise together about how you want to go forward in your relationship by maybe writing new vows pledge it to each other and see how you go and every three months if it's not working you go again but yeah. it's not something that you're going to be doing constantly and also give your man room to change it's not going to be immediate mm-hmm. so if he starts and then he stops it's okay and if you're a christian baby girl pray yeah, yeah. because yeah. that is a mandate for every christian wife yeah you pray if your husband is not doing something correct don't chat to your husband go and report him to god because god is listening to the heart of the wife believe me there's scriptures for it yeah. i'll go into it now there's scriptures for it you pray and say listen god my husband yeah okay my husband it's gonna all work out just give That's him a it. minute communication is there watch your temperament watch your respect levels and you should be fine men don't know what they they men cannot change what they don't know yeah, yeah it's all about true. your approach that's very true yo sis you dropped some gems on there i can't lie 
You try, I'm, I'm, I'm experienced over here. I've been through the mill. <laughs> nah, you that you that flew out of your mouth way too easily. You're definitely well versed in this subject, but I like Listen. that approach. It's very very important, but most importantly, it's true. Pray about it if you are a Christian woman, because there's nothing that God pray can't every do. day. Not about it, regardless. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. pray about your marriage all the time exactly you just think oh this is something so trivial but listen god can do anything right yeah and the devil loves it when you're in any type of strife like before i got married i read in that bible of mine that you know the devil hates unity and married couples are guaranteed as in it's not a maybe married couples are guaranteed to go through hell and high water what that looks like for your marriage i don't know and i'm not trying to damn anyone's marriage yeah if the bible is foretelling it yeah you have to know that you need to be prayed up as a man as the head of the house and as a woman, as you know, an equal part in the functionality of that home, you guys need to pray together and you most definitely need to pray separately. Yeah. I couldn't agree. I couldn't have said it better myself. I couldn't agree more. I literally have nothing to add. Like that was actually spot on. Spot on. Girl, you can talk for the both of us. In fact, just take over the podcast, okay? Yeah. Look, we we hit bang on time as well. We did bloody well, mate. Thank you so so much. So before you wrap it up, where can people find you? Just on Instagram, mate. (laughs) The Stepmoms Club. Okay, cool. The Stepmoms Club on instagram guys make sure yes. you check her out she's amazing she talks truth she talks sense she drops gems and she is for everybody honestly like there's something oh, on for everyone you. so thank you so much priscilla i really 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 appreciate you and your time um thank you thank you for having me on i've been waiting to come on mums and tea bloody hell you took your time in it <laughs> Thank you so much. Right. See you soon. You have been listening to the What's the Tea podcast by Mums and Tea. Thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you again next week for another episode.